Welcome back to Rave Culture Podcast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I am so excited to talk about this topic today, you guys. I just put together all of my notes for today's episode. I got so many submissions and voice memos. I cannot wait to share with you guys. Um, But today we are going to be talking all about raving solo. So for any of you out there who are either new to raving or you've been going to music festivals for a really long time. Um, I think there's this vision of the EDM community and what the experience should possibly be like when you attend events. But I think there's so many ways you can go about attending festivals and shows. And one of the bigger areas that I feel like isn't talked about that much is going by yourself, raving solo, attending events by yourself. So I wanted to cover that in today's episode. Um, I have so many thoughts about this topic. Um, I'm going to be going over, you know, pros and cons. And then really this episode is based on your stories and your submissions um, because I personally have never attended an event by myself. So I still wanted to cover it because I think it's important. And this is actually the most requested topic I've ever had. Um, The most emails I get are to talk about raving solo. So I wanted to cover it anyway, you guys. So that's why I gathered your stories and and just to give you an overview of what we're going to be talking about today. I've got so many incredible tips and advice from you guys and stories and it's going to be a good one. So look forward to all of that coming up on the episode. But before we kick everything off, uh, I of course just at the top of the episode wanted to get my thank yous out of the way. Um, You guys, this is growing so fast. It's so cool. Um, I was at Imagine Music Festival last weekend, so I'm a week out from the festival now. My voice is finally recovering. I think I sound a tiny bit better. We're getting there, but no, it was the most incredible experience, and I got to meet a couple people at the festival who follow Rave Culture, and I got one of my subscribers made me this sick ass perler that says rave culture podcast i posted it on instagram um at emma capotis for my personal account and at rave culture cast um is the podcast account so you guys can follow us over there it was the coolest thing ever and i like when any, when anyone gives me rave culture podcast stuff i just like love it because the podcast is like my baby so anyway i'm just so excited about it so thank you guys for spreading the word um i would appreciate it if you would screenshot and share your screen on your instagram stories tag me at emma capotis tag at rave culture cast um share it on twitter and also if you guys are listening on itunes or apple Podcasts, you can review the podcast as well so anything you guys can um do as far as feedback i really really appreciate it okay one thing i want to say at the top of the episode so i am collecting submissions now for a new topic for an upcoming episode i want to hear your embarrassing rave stories so all of the juicy details all of the embarrassing moments whether it was like a show or a festival like it can kind of be whatever I, I want to hear it I want an episode where we are just like absolutely peeing our pants laughing um, I have some to share for sure so that is going to be an upcoming episode so please send me your embarrassing rave stories um, you can email me that's the best place to send them because I keep everything like organized in my email so it's raveculturecast at gmail.com raveculturecast at gmail.com um, you can dm me but I sometimes I lose track of my DM so definitely send them there you can send voice memos um just try and keep them short like under three minutes would be awesome so yeah so that's gonna be a really fun episode i'm super excited about that and of course you guys can always email me um, suggestions for other topics you want me to cover people you want 
me to interview. I have, I think I have one lined up right now. So I'm definitely like looking for more people um, to have on the podcast for upcoming episodes. But today it's just me, you guys. It's just me. And it's uh, all the stories you submitted. I think I have four voice memos, which is so exciting. I love like hearing your voices on the podcast. So, okay. A couple things at the top of the episode I do want to get into before we get into like the, the whole raving solo content. I, again, just really quick shout out to Imagine. I had so much fun, you guys. All my vlogs are now up on my YouTube channel. So if you guys didn't know, um, I have a YouTube channel just under my name, Emma Capotis. And yeah, all three days the vlogs are up. I had so much fun editing those, you guys. I hope you like them. I feel like I'm finally starting to step up like my festival uh, vlogging game. And by the time this comes out, I think my review of the festival should be out. So there was a little bit of tea to spill. I had some issues like logistically with this festival, but overall, like it was a fucking awesome experience. So definitely check out uh, my festival review on YouTube as well. Okay, so I think I'm going to do EDM news at the top of the episode because we have so much to go over for this topic in particular. So EDM news, let's get right into it. Yesterday, Pasquale Rotella, who is the owner of Insomniac Events, shared a really, really cool video of the efforts that um, his company is doing. So they have Insomniac Cares, which is sort of like the charity wing or um, like the community wing where they are doing all of like their community give back and relief to different organizations and charities. So they are doing Insomniac Cares Bahamas relief, which I thought was really, really cool. So there was, um, I believe, Hurricane Dorian a couple weeks back. It was a category five hurricane and it like totally destroyed so much of the Bahamas. And there's like just the disaster relief that they need there is crazy. And so Insomniac was raising money to help. So you guys can go donate. I believe there's a link on Pasquale's Instagram or like you can go on Insomniac's website for that. And they're basically trying to gather money and provide resources to the Bohemian people. In addition to this, they sent almost 1,000 Camp EDC shift pods as advanced shelter systems. So those were the shift pods that were at EDC Las Vegas last year. This is all via edmsauce.com, you guys. That's the article that I was reading. So I thought that was really, really cool. People already started donating and it's awesome just to see like how they can reuse something at like a festival and, you know, I I didn't camp, but I heard the shift pods were really nice. So I thought that was really cool. So I just wanted to shed some light on them because I love Insomniac. I love Pasquale and I think that everything they do is awesome. So that was really cool to see. Second major thing to talk about. So Camp EDC sold out completely, you guys. So we already knew that EDC Las Vegas sold out of all of its tickets in record time. Now we know that Camp EDC is sold out. Um, Pasquale posted on Instagram that they, you know, he obviously heard the feedback. People are really upset that they can't camp and let it sold out so quickly, which like understandably so. But he said that they don't have any more room for the shift pods, but there is potential for more RV spots. So they said that they're looking into that. So just really stay tuned. Have your notifications turned on on Instagram and on Facebook because you never know. Maybe they'll be able to add more RV spots to camping. So just stay tuned for that if that's something you're interested in. Okay, one really big and announcement that I'm pretty sad to make but if you guys didn't see my video um, I posted a video called EDC Las Vegas 2020 sold out and I just talked about the ticket sales and everything. Um, I announced in that video and I'm telling you guys here I am not attending EDC Las Vegas in 2020. It really hurts me to say that. I'm not going to get into it in here. I explained like all my reasoning behind it in that video so definitely go check it out but I just wanted to let you guys know because as like my audience and my subscribers who have 
something like with me. EDC Las Vegas is probably like one of the biggest parts of my channel. It's why I started my channel. It's like what made me passionate about this community. Like literally it's like my heart and soul and I've been doing it for the past five years and I personally am taking a step back from it next year. Um, I really want to do other festivals and I have other traveling plans and it's just a lot on your wallet. It's a lot of vacation days and I just wanted to let you guys know because I've been getting a lot of comments with these ticket sales that have been hurting my heart like I can't wait till you have a meetup or I can't wait to see you there it's my first year going I won't be there you guys I'm so sorry I don't want to break anyone's heart but yeah I'm very sad but you know I'm trying to go to Electric Forest next year that's like the main reasoning so anyway sorry to bring you that news but you know my mind is made up um, and I just wanted to like let you guys all know that okay two other things in the news um one thing I saw that like went a little viral on Twitter so Lost Lands is currently happening this weekend and there was some shit going on about like people talking shit about Ikali and Zed's Dead set I guess like they felt like they were too soft or they weren't heavy enough I don't know I don't know what people expect from these artists like Excision picks a well-rounded like it's all bass music right it's dubstep it's going to be around that kind of music but he also is trying to pick a well-rounded lineup because you can't have heavy shit for every single set like you need to have breaks and not everyone's into that you're going to have people going to this festival who like just like a well-rounded group of bass artists so I don't know what people were thinking like what did you expect out of Zed's Dead set or any Kali set like I fucking love the two of them um but like other artists were chiming in like Jaws chimed in there I know like Dabin and Said the Sky were commenting they were like oh god if you guys think that shit is light wait till the back-to-back said the Dabin set or whatever it's called so um yeah I just thought that was really funny I mean I think Lost Lands is a really cool festival the production looks crazy I was watching some of the um the live streaming on YouTube it's not my cup of tea I, I couldn't listen to that kind of music for three days in a row so I think it's cool that they have breaks and other types of artists on the lineup um so I don't know I thought that was interesting people need to take it a little bit more lightly I think okay one last thing in EDM news it's not really EDM news but it's music news and I kind of wanted to share this so I was watching an interview with Billie Eilish on Jimmy Fallon and I thought this was really cool she so one she's a 17 years old which is crazy I love her music but um she is going on her where do we go from here world tour and she said that it is a completely green tour which I thought was really fucking cool so the whole thing is aimed at being eco-friendly um they're not selling plastic water bottles at any of the venues they're telling fans to like bring their reusable bottles in they're having like extra recyclable cans there so they're trying to do everything possible on her entire world tour to be green so I thought that was really cool I had never really heard of anything like that I could be wrong other artists might have done this before but yeah hats off to her for being 17 and having a world fucking tour and thinking to do that thought that was really cool and I just wanted to share that Alrighty, you guys so that is everything at the top of the episode let's just jump right into this topic today raving solo so like I mentioned how this topic came about it was one of the most requested topics I've had on my channel hold on I'm just adjusting my camera here if you guys didn't know I upload the video of me talking on YouTube so I'm just fixing my camera okay everything's good so if you guys ever want to watch video you can go on YouTube and watch but I don't know whatever you guys prefer to listen um okay so yeah so this is one of the most requested topics I've had and I thought it was a good thing to talk about because as I've gotten older and I've been to like more and more shows 
it's become more apparent to me like sometimes you just can't put together a group or you can't find the people to attend an event with and like you shouldn't have to miss out on a show or an event because you don't have people to go with you should be able to go on your own so it just was like I thought this would just be such a good topic to talk about and you know if you guys love this music so much and you love this community and maybe like wherever you're living right now or whatever situation you're in you feel like you can't find friends who like the same things you like I think you should be able to go to venues in your area go to festivals and meet like-minded people and like grow your family from there or just continue to travel alone I think you can learn a lot about yourself and it can be a pretty transformational experience being by yourself um like I just said it took me a long time to be comfortable by myself I feel like when you're younger the idea of like eating alone or going to a movie alone or like doing things alone just feels like weird but then when you get older you're like I would fucking much rather be by myself <laughs> like all the time I wouldn't mind it at all so I've actually as I've gotten older and like as I've done content and I'm creating stuff for YouTube in the podcast I'm like I think I should do a festival alone I think it would be really good for me and I'm kind of interested in doing it um just to be transparent with you guys and share some plans with you I am attending EDC Orlando it is my last festival for 2019 I don't have any other festivals lined up after this you guys I obviously will plan some in 2020 but nothing else is planned right now I need to my wallet needs to recover (laughs) but for EDC Orlando, my plans are not solidified. I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. I'm a type A person. I booked this on a whim um, because I knew I wasn't going to EDC Las Vegas. That's another reason I'm going to Orlando and I've never done Orlando before. So I have a hotel booked. I have my flight booked. I don't have a, a fam to go with right now. I know plenty of people attending, of course, so I'm not concerned about being at the festival. It's just financially the hotel and like, I don't know, sometimes I prefer to be with people. So anyway, just to let you guys know where I'm at right now, I might attend EDC Orlando alone. We'll see. I have no idea what's going to happen. I know my friend Cotton Candy is going. I know the Lunchbox team is going. So many people I met at Imagine are going. So I'm not concerned about running into people, but um, we'll see you guys. Maybe maybe I'll do Orlando by myself as like a test and I will vlog the whole thing and let you guys know how it goes. But to kick this off, I wanted to tell you guys about the first time I, on the other side, really experienced like how welcoming this community can be. So what I mean by that, when I went to my first major festival at EDC Las Vegas in 2015, I went with three of my best girlfriends and literally night one, I think it was like the second set we were at main stage. I always fuck this up. It was either Afrojack or Oliver Heldens. Vicky, if you're listening... I think it was Oliver Heldens. I hope I'm right. And there was a guy, if you guys have been here for a while, you've heard the story of how I met Brady. But for those of you who are new, I like to tell a story. Um, There was a guy standing near us and like we, I don't know, we were all just like making eye contact with him. We were like, oh, he looks like he's alone. Like we didn't really know the deal. It was our first festival. So we didn't really understand like what it was like to meet new people at festivals and like how common that was. We were more in our group and more comfortable with each other because we hadn't really experienced experienced this community yet and like now I know how it's not a big deal at all like you can float around you can meet as many people as you want but at the time we were like oh you know we just want to stay with our friends we don't know as many people so anyway this girl in front of us ends up puking and (laughs) all four or no all five of us like jumped back at the same time and we just like immediately started talking to him and he told us like he had come from Salt Lake City with a huge group and he decided to split off from them because I think I think they just had different ideas of like what they wanted their weekend to be so he ended up 
sticking with us the rest of the night and it was my first time meeting someone from Utah it it just was like such a new experience I was like this is so weird like we're just totally welcoming a stranger into our group and from then on I think like I said EDC Las Vegas 2015 is what like made me completely fall in love with this community and with EDM and it just really showed me like how welcoming the community can be and how important it is to just be friendly and outgoing and welcoming to people and we ended up hanging out with him the entire weekend and the past five years that I've gone to EDC Vegas, Brady has been with me. So he's like a part of my Ray family. He's one of my best friends. And, you know, I just from being on the other side, I know he appreciated being solo. He was like, I'm not going to ruin my time this weekend or just be, you know, tied down to a group if we don't have the same ideas of like what we want to do this weekend. So he decided to go off on his own. And clearly I'm speaking for him. It was the best decision he ever made. (laughs) No, but he he did like he was so happy that he met us. And, you know, we're so glad that he made that decision. So it just goes to show you, even if you go with a group to a festival, you don't have to stay with them, right? Like you can go off on your own. Um, I actually, while I'm on the story, I just experienced that for the first time at Imagine because Imagine was the first time I personally was without my Ray family and my best friends. Like I knew Aid. I went with Vibe with Aid and her boyfriend and Taylor Bruno. Um, I had never met any of them before. I didn't know who Taylor was until Aid told me about her and we were all like content creators. So I went out of my comfort zone and was like, I want to meet all these people. That'll be really fun. So we ended up staying together. And again, so happy I traveled by myself. So happy I stayed with new people. I met so many people last weekend, you guys, and it felt really good. It felt really cool to meet other people. And, you know, I'm going to talk about the positives and negatives of raving, raving solo in a second. But just in general, it made me realize like, especially for this Orlando trip coming up, like I will be okay if I go by myself. It actually might better in the long run. And I like, I love my best friends, everything, but it just was really cool to float around from group to group. There were times I'd imagine I left Aid and Taylor and I went out and hung out with new friends. And then I was with one girl that I had just met in a set and I hung out with her for like half an hour. And I was just like floating around, um, going to whatever sets I wanted to. And I felt safe. I felt totally fine. And it ended up being the best experience. So anyway, this can be such a long episode. I didn't think it would be, but we're already 20 minutes in, you guys. I haven't even gotten to your stories. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, that's all I have to say here. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to get into some pros and cons, and then we're just going to finish out the episode with absolutely all of your stories. So let's just take a quick break here. So I just wanted to remind you guys, you can follow along with us on Instagram. My personal account is at Emma Capotes. That's E-M-M-A-K-A-P-O-T-E-S and at Rave Culture Cast on Instagram and Twitter um, just to stay up to date with everything that's coming up on upcoming episodes. And I always um, post polls there, questionnaires, and you know, I want to get your your feedback and your submissions for upcoming episodes. So feel free to follow along there. And again, on YouTube, if you guys aren't subscribed over there I would love it if you would subscribe Um, I've got some really fun content coming up so yeah uh, it's just under my name Emma Capotis alrighty that's all I've got let's get right back into the episode alrighty you guys so quickly let's just discuss and again 
I'm putting this out there. I have not attended an event like officially by myself, but in the years I've been doing this, the people I've spoken to and based on your submissions, I have my list of just some of the observations of the positives and the negatives of raving solo. So really quickly going to run down that list. So positives, obviously number one, you make your own schedule, right? Everything is what you want to do. You can go to the sets you want to see. You can stay as long as you want. If you want to take food breaks, if you want to sit down, if you want to have a drink, you don't have to wait on anyone that's the beauty of it and same with like leaving your hotel and getting home like you're not waiting on people to get ready you know you don't have any issues of drama that's another point I have but anyway you're on your own schedule and I think that's like the beauty of it you're not waiting on anybody else um and same thing you can go wherever you want like I said last weekend I did my own thing um Aid and Ryan and Taylor wanted to go see one set and I was like I don't want to leave where I'm at I'm gonna stay here so you can kind of like go wherever you want you know and you can meet new people that's the beauty of it you can go from group to group you can stay with a group for one whole day and then go with a completely different one the next day so I feel like it pushes you out of your comfort zone and it sort of like makes you have to be more outgoing because if you do want to meet people you kind of you know and some people might approach you as well in the crowd but you kind of have to make that effort because you don't have like other people to rely on so I feel like it definitely you can learn a lot about yourself and it pushes you out of your comfort zone and you know lastly of course there's no drama with friends and stuff like that I feel like one of the biggest issues with groups is people back out and you get screwed over because you all bought tickets together you attend with you're a couple and you break up and then you have that drama or you're all still attending it together people get too drunk in your group and you have to babysit people like there's so many issues that can happen with a group that you won't have to deal with if you're by yourself um I think we've all we've all been there right like no festival is perfect either I mean you're always going to have positive and negative experiences no night is perfect there's always something but you don't have to have any of that drama you can sort of just like be on your own okay but on the flip side some of the negatives the biggest thing I'm facing with EDC Orlando is it's more expensive so if I don't have anyone staying in the hotel room with me it like right now my hotel room I think is a little over 300 versus if I had four of us in the room it would be like 70 bucks a person so it's more expensive obviously like if you were to split an uber with people it'd be cheaper um so you just have to weigh like the cost of staying on your own however the positive of being on your own is there's so many facebook groups and reddit groups where if you're by yourself you can fit in a room with other people you can do uber pool like so you can like float from group to group and you can just like place yourself in a room if possible or if you're camping whatever you can get in somebody's tent if you're just by yourself so there's a pros and cons there um another issue like for me one of the biggest things is safety and I think for the most part everyone I've talked to has said they haven't had an issue with this I think it's different when you're male versus female but my biggest thing is like I'm not concerned about being at the festival by myself that like I literally don't care about that it's like the walking back to my hotel room at night which for the most part you should be fine but say your uber drops you off and you have to walk down the block in a city you don't know or you know walk back to your hotel room and you're not in like you're not wearing the most clothing so I'll just say that so sometimes it can just be like that moment that just makes me a little bit nervous so you just do have to be extra careful be safe um you can't get too fucked up hello like you can't get blacked out drunk because you're by yourself you don't have anyone there who's looking out for you and who's watching out for you so that scares me a little bit I had a couple submissions today you guys will talk about it people are saying like they choose to remain sober if they're by themselves just to like be extra careful so all that um and with that like if something goes wrong you're on your own right so if you 
lose your phone if something happens like you don't got back up there so you got to be careful and that's why I think it's also it's good to check in with people back home too just to like let them know where you're at and your plans for the night it's always good for someone to be aware of where you are so that's that's kind of like my brief list here all right we're gonna get into your stories now you guys I have so many I kind of I tried to categorize these emails um into more positives I had some people who were very honest and talked about more of the negatives and then a lot of you guys submitted um, tips for those of you who are about to attend events by yourself. So I really want to get into the tips as well because I thought that was really cool. All right, so we're going to start off here um, with some of the positive stories, you guys. So this is from Sophie. She said, hey, Emma, love your YouTube channel and podcast. I really appreciate that you involve your listeners with your content. Thanks, girl. So she said, in terms of raving solo, solo, I'm practically the queen of it. I've gone to festivals, EDM shows, nightclubs, sissy DJs by myself multiple times. Um, she said she's moved around a lot um, to new cities because of school and work, and she hasn't had friends to go to shows with. Um, so she said if she wants to see someone she likes, going solo is her only option. So her first experience raving solo was at EDC 2016. She found a group of people to room with on a solo raver Facebook group. Keep your eyes out for those guys because there are a lot of groups like that which are really really helpful um but she said she mostly attended the festival by herself she loved having the freedom to explore the festival at her own pace and go to all the sets she wanted to see she said i love hard style music so it's always been difficult to convince my techno loving friends to see sets with me but when i rave solo i never have to worry about conflicts of interest that's so true i met so many different groups of people while raving solo and there were never any pressure to feel like i had to follow anyone around i could just hang out with some people at at a set and then move on when i wanted to. My experience raving solo at EDC was so positive that I've gone solo to Izu and tons of other shows and may even be doing a solo journey to EDC 2020. I love the music so much that I'm not going to let the fear of being alone hold me back from enjoying that enjoying it. My best tips for fellow solo ravers are one, stay sober and aware of your surroundings. As a solo raver, you're the only one responsible for your safety. So you do need to take that seriously. And she said, I'm a solo female raver. So I especially need to be aware of the people around me. Um, practice common sense. And number two, take advantage of your resources. There's so many groups on Facebook devoted to solo raving. That's awesome. There's meetups every night of EDC. So you can find people to hang with at the festival. Totally forgot to talk about meetups, you guys. That's so, so, true definitely go to meetups there's so many different kinds of those um and three be ready to be uncomfortable going solo to a show will push you outside of your comfort zone but that's okay you will likely feel awkward and out of place at first but once you experience and process those feelings you can move past them and get ready to have some fun raving solo gives you a great chance to not only enjoy the music you love but to also experience personal growth I love that. That was so well said, Sophie. Thank you so much. Um, oh, and her Instagram is at sophiesticated underscore K. I love that. That's so true. I agree with everything she said. I think that's such a good point. Um, and I like that she said feel uncomfortable because that's something I need to hear too because I'm just like everybody else. Like I, I feel uncomfortable at first, so you know, it does push you out of your comfort zone. Okay, this one's from Brittany Bryce. She said, Hi, Emma, my name's Brittany, and I go to raves solo like 90% of the time. I mainly go solo because none of my friends like EDM. Honestly, at first I was nervous to go solo because I didn't know what to expect, but now I've really grown to enjoy the experience. I like being able to show up when I want and leave when I want, and I like not having to worry about babysitting anyone. I rave sober, so I feel pretty safe at events, and I definitely would not go alone if I was on anything. Thanks, I love the podcast and your YouTube 
YouTube channel. Thanks, Brittany. Uh, I agree. You guys, you just have to use common sense. Be safe about it. If you're going to, you know, be doing any substances, I really, really would have like a backup plan there. Ooh, okay. I'm going to put in a voice memo now, you guys. This is from uh, Becca Grace. We're going to play it right now. It's Becca Grace again. I've submitted a couple comments here and there for your podcast, but I'm really, really excited about this topic. I know you said you were wondering about people's views on kind of raving alone or raving single. And before, I feel like when I saw the rave community, I always had this picture of this like huge rave family with all these people that like know each other really well and go to concerts and festivals all the time together. But that really wasn't my personal experience. When I first started getting into raving, I went to a lot of shows just kind of by myself or with a friend here and there. But for my first festival, I went to EDC 2019 this last year and I actually went by myself because the people I was supposed to be going with kind of fell through last minute and I refused to miss it. So I got on the shuttles by myself after getting ready and doing my makeup and getting all dressed by myself. And I got lucky and met this really awesome group of people on the bus that just kind of invited me to hang out with them when we first got there and kind of look around. So walking through the gates, I actually didn't walk in by myself. Um, One of the girls in the group like skipped up to me and held my hand and we're all dancing around as we walked under the big, you know, welcome gate. But once we got in, they were like, you know, you really can hang out with us if you want. You can stay around. We'd love to have you. But if you want to explore, like you're more than welcome to. And we can, you can just meet us up, you know, at our meetup points that their group had. And at first that made me kind of nervous, but I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go wander around. I'm going to check the stages out, kind of get a feel for the map and like where everything is. And as soon as I wandered away from the group, I just felt like really, really like free, I guess. I didn't feel like I had to go to specific artists because everyone else wanted to see them. I didn't feel like I had to wait in line if people wanted food and I, I didn't at the time. I just, I explored and found so many cool places and cool things within the venue that I don't think I would have found if I was like staying with my group. So I don't know. Um, I really loved it and it was kind of intimidating at first. I was like, okay, there's like 150,000 people here and I don't know any of them. And that was kind of intimidating, but only for a few minutes before I realized like how welcoming and like friendly everybody was. It didn't matter what line you stood in. It didn't matter if you were waiting for food or to get merch or if you were like just standing in the crowd dancing. Like everybody around you shares that energy and that fun, like, I don't know, supportive, like welcoming vibe. And I really, really just felt that. And I think that that inclusivity and that energy, I feel like wouldn't have been as noticeable if I was already kind of engulfed in my own group and focused on my own group. So I don't know. I'm, I'm an advocate for raving alone and kind of exploring on your own. But, you know, then again, there's been some cool times since then that I've recently found a rave fam that I've gone to a few different shows with. And I mean, I really love, you know, going with them too. So I guess I feel like there's there's positives to both, but definitely don't be afraid to go to a show or a festival alone. All right. Thanks. I'm excited to hear what else we get on this podcast. Bye. Hell yeah. That was so awesome. I love that. I think that's so cool, especially like guys to take on EDC Las Vegas by yourself, which is like the biggest EDM festival in the world. Like you don't have to start there. She's so brave for doing that. Um, But that's actually like, I mean, it's home for me. I think it's the most welcoming place in the entire world. So I, you know, that might be a good one to start with, but you can also start with like smaller venues like around where you live. If you just want to go to a local show or other music festivals, but I'm so happy 
that that worked out for her. I'm not surprised she met people on the bus because again, I just think the mentality around music festivals like in the EDM space are that way. And I think you can just so easily meet people if you just try a little bit. So I'm so happy that that worked out for her. That's fucking awesome. Okay, so the next email is from Camille. It said, hi, just started listening and loving the podcast. I'm a West Coast raver and moved to PA last year. Oh man, are things different here. It's so great to listen to a podcast about EDM. So thanks for your work. That's fucking awesome. Oh my God. Uh, She said, I attended Camp Bisco in Pennsylvania by myself. I had always wanted to go to a festival alone because I'm extremely independent, very laid back, and had also just moved to the East Coast and don't have many rave friends. The fest was insane. So many wooks and drugs, but it was so amazing going by myself. I was able to go off by myself, listen to whatever sets I wanted to, go to the bathroom, whatever. I would highly recommend going to a festival solo. I'm a female, so I would suggest other females always stay safe by being aware of your surroundings, know where you're going, make other girlfriends at the festival to rely on. Um, Camp Bisco was a smaller camping festival, so it also felt a little safer to be alone at rather than a huge festival. But I've never been in a bad situation at any EDM event I have ever been to. I think everyone should go to a festival or a show alone. It builds character. Completely agree. And thank you for sharing a Camp Bisco story. I feel like I haven't talked about that festival really at all on my channel. Um, I've never gone, but I've had friends who have gone. And it's like exactly like she describes. It's a little bit more bass music. And I think they have like jam bands sometimes. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah. And it's a smaller camping festival in Pennsylvania. So thank you for sharing that. Okay, this one's from Anonymous. It says, hey, Emma, I've recently gotten back into the EDM scene after a very long break due to life getting a bit complicated. Now that stability has returned to normal, I decided I want to see how the EDM scene has evolved while I was away. So I jumped on a few websites, stumbled upon a workable date that Vinny Vici was playing in my area, and I went for it. It was a small event and venue that had a warehouse feel. The overall experience was terrific. Only being aware of myself was excellent since I could call the shots as to how my night would unfold. It was liberating solo experience that put me on track to exploring more events and festivals all alone and unafraid. I recently moved to Las Vegas for work, which I know absolutely no one out here at all. <laughs> Once I got settled in, I booked my first event. I didn't know what to expect and was riddled with anxiety, but curiously optimistic at the same time. The venue was small, but it did not lack on ravers that flocked in masses to see Mastodon throw down. Throughout the night, I could be found dancing by myself just behind the rails and absorbing the experience in its entirety. The concept of being observed or judged didn't cross my mind as the energy of the crowd was so vibrant that it almost felt tribal. The subsequent events that I attended were just as amazing. Though I can honestly say I have not met anyone that I have kept up with beyond one night of wild dancing. Um, I'm just the random masked guy close to the rails with a fan dancing and fanning the people around me enjoying the night. I'll eventually find my tribe, but till then I'm going solo. Thank you for sharing that. It's really cool to see the range of experiences here because it is so different like depending on your age, depending on where your location is, like what the scene is around where you live. Are you male? Are you female? Like I just think it's so cool to hear the different experiences and I like that you said like it's okay that I haven't found my group yet because you don't have to go into the night being like I'm going solo and I'm leaving here with the group. You can just be like I'm going solo and I continue to plan on going solo because that's just how I appreciate my night and I think all of us know I'm pointing at the camera right now how common it is to find like your friends for the night like how many of us have gone to shows like I go to ones in the city all the time and you just like make friends with the people around you and you have the best time but you'll like never talk to them again or see them again that happens all the time and like I feel like that's 
just as important as the lifelong friends that you make. So any kind of connection, small or big, I think is pretty awesome. Alrighty, next one's from Elvira. She said, hey, Emma, absolutely love the podcast. As far as raving solo, I've been doing this for the last few events and I will be going solo again this weekend for nocturnal my original rave group i went to the first events with grew apart and instead of skipping out on events i just said fuck it and started going by myself i'm not gonna lie at first i felt really nervous but once i got into the venue all my worries went away it's nice being able to stick to my own schedule and being able to see every dj i want to since nothing is really holding me back from exploring um it's been so cool being able to vibe with so many people and groups at each way i go raving with friends is definitely fun but to anybody thinking about raving solo i would definitely say just go for it and keep an open mind I've had just as much oop, I've had just as great if not even better experiences going alone who knows you might just meet new rave friends and to go to future events with as always just remain aware of your surroundings and look out for yourself and I'm sure you'll have a great experience I love that sorry I can't read you guys <laughs> I'm like skipping sentences okay this is from Mike he said hey Emma I hope this submission isn't too late I'd love for you to read it on your next podcast my name is Mike I definitely recommend raving alone If you're brave enough, it is something everyone should try to experience at least once. I've experienced it twice and both were positive. One time was in May 2019. I was in Las Vegas and I planned to see my favorite DJ Martin Garrix at Omnia, which is a club in Las Vegas, if you guys didn't know. I know it's not exactly a rave, but it was an experience where I was by myself seeing a DJ. My friends and I wanted to go all all out by getting a table, bottle service, etc. Unfortunately, those plans didn't go through because my friends got too fucked up at Wet Republic the same day. Happens to the best of us. (laughs) I called up my host at Omnia to let him know the situation and told him I was still interested in coming through. Bless his soul because he let me through no problem and I didn't have to pay for the table, just my entrance fee. Shout out to Trevor Platt who works at Omnia for being awesome. That's really cool that he did that. I honestly had the time of my life at Omnia. What made it even better is I made a friend there. His name's Kino. He was there by him himself too we had an amazing time together stayed at omnia until closing danced with random people took shots got taco bell afterwards sounds like a great night after exchanging social media information we continued to talk post vegas and he got me and my friend victoria to come out to la for nocturnal wonderland which is where he's from Victoria and I flew out to LA a couple days ago for the festival, but unfortunately, the second day I was in LA, my grandfather passed away. Very sorry to hear that. Um, I cut my trip short and didn't end up going to the festival because I had to fly back home to New York. But before we left, we met up with Kino and he was super understanding of the situation. He was a good friend and comforted me during this difficult situation. It was nice having some random person I met only once be extremely cool about my family situation and still managed to come out to see me and my friend. To sum it up, in my experience, going alone can be so fun. I made a new friend from LA that I hope I get to see soon at another festival on the West Coast. The biggest piece of advice I can give to someone who is thinking about going solo to a festival or a rave alone is to make security your biggest priority. When entering a venue, know your surroundings and your exit points. Also, if you have someone in the area that isn't going to the event, have that person know where you are, where you're going, what your plans are. God forbid something happens to you if you need help. It's good to have someone you can rely on. And that's from at Mike T94. Thank you, Mike, for sharing that story. That's incredible. I I like that that's a different experience, especially like being in Vegas at a nightclub. You don't think that people are alone, but you can meet anyone 
anywhere. And like I've said, I have met the coolest people in this community. And it amazes me just like how welcoming they are, how understanding, how kind. And you know, you just never know who you're going to meet. And that's so cool. Now you have a new friend in LA. And you know, I hope you guys reunite sometime soon at a new festival. Alrighty, so we have another voice memo here. This is from Jade. So this is actually a continuation of a story. He was the first voice memo I had on one of my past episodes. I forget which one it was. But he was talking about how um, he basically like met up with a guy at a festival and the guy like ended up hooking up with someone else and then he was like left there alone without his friends and his rave group. So he actually just submitted um, a follow-up story because once he was alone, he had to like experience the festival by himself. So this is going to be his voice memo right now. Hey Emma, it's Jade. I sent you your first voice memo last week for your Q&A and um, I was the one that was ditched and bruised and battered and broken out hard summer. But since you're taking uh, submissions of how to rave solo, I think part two of my story would definitely qualify. I like to think so. Imagine this. I'm alone at hard summer already. It's around 7.45 because the rave began at 1 and it didn't end until... 11 so at this point it's only 7 45 no i had to go see zoo like i had to walk my way and luckily he was on main stage which um was really easy to find it's pretty big at this point i i am i have to go walk to zoo and i'm like okay go, go walk to zoo we go alone the, the service was horrible i tried for five minutes to call my friends it, it was not working i i lost hope and i was like okay 15 minutes go go walk to zoo don't shed any tears because if you shed tears you're gonna draw more attention to yourself and all you want to do is just i just wanted to go see zoo and um i get to zoo he was at main stage and i see this couple just hugging but then in the corner of my i see this girl she's on one and i'm a person that's very observant like if someone's going through something i i can tell right away and so i walk up to them like hey is this your friend like she's she doesn't look well can i chill with you guys here i lost my group that i was with i'm alone like i don't mind keeping her company if that's cool with you guys i'm i'm gonna have to see zoo anyways like i'm gonna be here either way and they were cool with it they were like yeah we don't we don't we don't mind <laughs> i was like cool yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna keep her company you guys do your thing and so we're just there watching zoo and i think we watched maybe some of chami but at that point their two rave moms came and my favorite people to meet at festivals are our rave moms and i don't know why but it's maybe because i'm younger i'm only 20 but the rave moms always i'm always like so amused by them they always nurture me i'm such like a nurturing child to rave moms and so they were they were really cool and they wanted to take me to go after i told them i was like i was ditched like this guy was not cool and i'm basically alone and they were so nice they were like okay fine we're gonna go watch all the sets that you want to go see and there was still a few left it was still early in the night so they all of us went we all went together and we went to go see after zoo and chami it was keizo major laser and then rl grimes so we, we squeezed all three of them in like two hours and yeah it was a good turnaround considering the circumstances i i was put in like very towards the end and i'm alone and cell service is bad so i i think it was it was meant to be i think we had like a 20 minute conversation about how things are just meant to be because it, it had had i not been left alone i would have never like thought to look for somebody or probably like seen the their friend and it wouldn't have happened and that's the type, type of things you can expect at a festival when you're alone you don't really you're not you don't have to be responsible of nobody but it's always nice to help and it could lead to other stuff so yeah that's my submission this week <laughs> thank, thank you so much emma thank you so much for that submission that was like 
really really great story and my battery just died during that but I caught everything I'm just adjusting my camera right now but no thank you so much for sharing that story I think that just one is awesome that you're that observant pick up on like the people around you and see that like she clearly needed help at that point or she might have been third wheeling it and like completely miserable so that also just goes to show you you guys like just because you're in a group does not mean that that's the best scenario like she probably might have been better off being on her own especially if she was like third wheeling it and it's awesome that you like being in the situation you were in were able to like adapt and you know not completely ruin your night you could still see zoo and like the other artists that you wanted to see and just like meet new people at the same time so thank you so much for that submission that was awesome as we have another submission here that I know is going to be good. I didn't listen to any of these yet because they're in my DMs, but we're going to all listen to them together. Um, I have mentioned living by the F word here on the podcast before. She's a total badass in this community and she's had a lot of experience raving solo and doing events solo. She's a flight attendant, so she travels to all these really cool events and she has a YouTube channel. So check her out on YouTube. And again, on Instagram, it's at living by the dot F word. Um, so we're going to go ahead and play a couple of these sound bites that she sent. She sent a lot so I'm just gonna play a couple and then I might like edit together a few here but let's get into it everyone listening to the rave culture podcast this is Jess from living by the f word I wanted to hop on here and share with you all how raving solo and also traveling solo and festivaling solo in general completely changed my life and transformed my life to lead up to where I am now within the festival industry. So I guess I'm going to start by saying how I started going alone to a festival. And that was back in about 2011. The first real like dance music show I went to was Dayglow, which I think Emma mentioned that she was there too, mm-hmm. which is uh, pretty similar, <laughs> which is pretty interesting that we have those parallel like similar experiences Mm -hmm. but after that I ended up buying a ticket for Ultra Music Festival for 2012. Then, And the only person I really knew that was going was one of my sorority sisters. And I remember she kind of like freaked out and was like, what do you mean you just bought an Ultra ticket? How'd you just buy an Ultra ticket? You have nowhere to stay. What are you going to do? I told you I was staying with so-and-so and we didn't have room and yada, yada, yada. And I just didn't really think much of it. I was just like, well, I'm going. I'll figure it out. And this was the truth that changed my life guys oh, I mean yeah. I had traveled and studied abroad in college but this was the trip that catapulted me into the festival industry and what happened was I needed a place to stay and for ultra things book up very quickly mm-hmm. and so it was about January about two months before ultra was happening and I was like well I gotta find somewhere to stay mm-hmm. so I booked a hostel on Ocean Drive in South Beach which is one of the main drags in Miami. And I ended up meeting so many amazing people by staying in this hostel. And through that experience, that is what really led me to going to festivals alone and traveling solo. And the reason being was I met a lot of people from all over the country. I'm from New Jersey and the East Coast, and I had never really traveled much outside of that little bubble and I met a bunch of people from the Bay Area and California Mm. but in particular I met a bunch of Australian guys and two guys in particular from Australia really showcased how traveling alone can be such an amazing learning experience 
for an individual. And in my head, I was thinking, man, I'm a female. What do you mean I could travel solo? Isn't it dangerous? You know, I started thinking all these things that everyone always... But ultimately, they really convinced me, like, yeah, you can fucking do this. You can travel solo. And first of all, that whole Miami Music Week in 2012 was amazing because (laughs) I was on my own agenda. I didn't have to worry about, okay, I'm with this group of friends and I'm tired, but you want to go out to the club or you want to go to this after party and I don't or you want to go see so-and-so at this stage and I want to go see so-and-so. It was just so free and amazing because I really had the liberty of doing whatever I wanted and that was just such an amazing feeling because I had a great time because I was always on my own agenda. So after all that happened... One of these guys posted on Facebook and was like, who wants to go to the Groove Cruise? And I had never heard of the Groove Cruise. I had no idea what it was. But I was like, I want to do it. I ended up booking a room with him and his other friend to get on Groove Cruise for 2013. And if you don't know what Groove Cruise is, that is the first electronic dance music festival to be held on a cruise ship. So that has been going since 2004 way before holy ship and i had no idea what to expect but i can honestly tell you that the groove cruise changed my life and it was the largest that I have ever been a part of. I ended up networking, meeting all these other Groove Cruisers, and I, of course, went back to Ultra that year and the Winter Music Conference. You know, I just really put myself out there, and on top of that, I applied to this tour company that runs music festival tours, and I was hired by them, and so I ended up being a tour guide for Awake Tours. You can look them up. Mm at Awake Tours, and they do music festival and extreme tours throughout all different countries for all different festivals, and I ended up being their Coachella tour guide for several years, and I was their Tomorrowland guide for 2014 as well. That ultimately was like when I was like, okay, I think I should start sharing these experiences publicly so people can understand how much fun it is and how amazing it is to just go on your own and network with all these different people from all over the world. And and it just shows how amazing this industry and community is because I'm telling you, I feel the exact same way. I feel like I just know so many people and have, you know, befriended so many people. I think it's the largest network I'm a part of. And festivaling is just something I'm so passionate about and absolutely love. And I've definitely made it such a big part of my life. And I just absolutely love it. So, yeah, guys, uh, thanks so much for listening. And if you have any questions about, you know, going anywhere alone, even traveling alone, I'm a flight attendant. I just, I do it all alone. And I definitely don't feel lonely at all. If anything, you just grow and learn so much more about yourself. So, please reach out to me at Living by the F Word. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. My name 
games, Jess. Can't wait to talk to you guys. Just do it if you're nervous about it. Just fucking do it. <laughs> That's such a good way. Thank you, Jess. That was so, so dope. Um, sorry, I had to cut it down a little bit, you guys, but she has so many stories and so many tips, so definitely do not hesitate to reach out to her. I am planning on having her come on for like a full episode because I said to her, there's just so many things I, I feel like I want to like pick her brain about and we could talk about because she's been doing this longer than I have and she's had so many different festival experiences and she's done Burning Man, um, which is not a festival. It's like more of an actual like experience in a community. But yeah, so expect an episode with her coming up some point in the near future because I definitely want to have her on um, just to talk about so many different things. So thank you, Jess. I hope you guys learned a little bit more. Uh, check out Groove Cruise, actually. She told me about it and now I do not stop seeing ads about it on YouTube. <laughs> definitely look into everything she just said and I, if that doesn't encourage you to go out there and try something new and do something by yourself, I don't know what will. So thank you guys again. It's at living by the F word. Um, thanks, Jess. Alrighty, continuing with the next email here. This one is from Adam. It says, hey, Emma, I hope you're having a good festival season. Love the podcast. And this topic is really something I could delve into with my experiences. I've been raving and going to festivals solo since I started raving three years ago. I had friends that I went with for a while when I first started out, but people are busy and the older I get, the harder it is to get someone to go to a rave or a festival with. I completely feel you on that one, (laughs) Um, especially for a single guy like me. Okay, that I can't relate to, but the beginning part, yes. All in all, the solo experience is a good experience every once in a while, but to do it every time you want to go to a river festival, it gets old and kind of lonely. Hence why I've put going to shows by myself on the back burner for a bit. I used to like it a lot, going to see whoever I wanted, never having to worry about anyone but myself, meeting new strangers that could turn out to be good friends, and many other benefits of solo raving. However, the more I go along with my career, the more I want to go to shows with someone. It could be anyone. I feel like I always want that one person to fall back to, whether it's a friend, significant other, or a relative. It just makes the experience more memorable when you can share with someone you care about. One other point I'd like to make is that when you are solo at a festival, you truly are solo, meaning if something goes wrong or something messes up your plan, it's you and you alone who has to take care of it. Lose your phone, you got to figure out how to find it or take the L and get a new one. Lose your wallet or ID, same thing. You can get sick or or maybe take something you really shouldn't have, no one's going to be there to get you the help that you need. Sure thing, there are a lot of good souls out there to probably help you out, but you never really know. My point is solo can be fun, but you got to be cautious of yourself and your surroundings. I actually canceled my electric zoo trip because of the anxiety it was giving me going by myself because of my experiences of going to festivals solo in the past. Anyway, that's my two cents on the matter. Uh, Enjoy Imagine Music Festival. Thank you. And if I were ever at the same festival, go to Electric Forest next year. I'll be sure to find you in the crowd or at the meetup. Thanks for reading and wishing you all the best. Adam, thank you so much for your note. Um, I really appreciate you being honest and providing like another point of view on this because I think it is important to just like spell it all out for everyone like it isn't all good and a good experience like there are some things to consider while you're making that decision so I think that's really really great advice and input to share I kind of have those same feelings I talked about it at the beginning of the episode some of the anxieties that you express are the ones that I have Um, like this Orlando trip I'm literally having anxiety thinking about like okay if I'm gonna do it alone you know what are the factors I have to consider but um, I appreciate you throwing those tips and pointers in just about being cautious and having backup plans like I said just make sure somebody 
knows where you are, guys. Even if you are, in quotes, alone, just, you know, make some friends at a festival if you can, even if you just talk to a couple people and, you know, let somebody back home, you know, know about your whereabouts. Okay, so this next portion of the podcast, um, I kind of singled out a couple emails in here that uh, had some tips in them. So I'm just going to throw some of these out. Um, this was from at Song of Sunset on Instagram. It says, for the solo raving episode, I've never raved, I've never solo raved, but I'm in a private Facebook group called Female Ravers United. Not a perfect group, but it's been a great resource. It's all women and they set up group chats for every festival that are really active before and during. They do solo threads for festivals so solo ravers can connect and people post a lot about going to rave solo for tips as well as people looking for rave fans for different festivals if they're going solo. I've seen a lot of people connect through it for festivals and make connections to check in on each other or just meet up with others while going alone and I'm sure there are other similar Facebook pages. Awesome. That was really great input. Thank you for that. Um, Yeah. Again, guys, go on Reddit. You know, Reddit is tricky. I know Reddit is more male than female, I think, in like audiences um, or in demographics, excuse me. But, you know, and it's anonymous. So Facebook might be better if you're more comfortable, like obviously like talking to somebody, you know who they are. I mean, Instagram as well. But I add to that there are definitely Facebook groups out there and even in the event pages themselves I know people like tend to like to sell tickets there but you will get the occasional post that'll be like hey I'm looking for people to room with um and yada yada so you can definitely check out everything there okay this next one's from Sarah it says hello Emma just wanted to say I love all of your content and I hope that I'll be able to meet you one day I would love that I would love to meet all of you guys it's the best meeting you in person uh so basically I don't have a lot of friends that love EDM as much as I do and I've always missed a lot of shows because I never wanted to go alone. This year I decided to live my best life and I tried going to my first show alone. It was Anduna Beats open air and I really wanted to go. Uh, It was honestly the best experience ever. I'm so glad I went. I met tons of people. I had so much fun that I couldn't wait to go to another show alone. So I did. I went to see Tiesto and then Armin Van Buren during the following weeks. Good for you girl. I love the feeling of being alone and being able to do whatever I want. Go to the front if I want. Go to the bathroom or the bar whenever I feel like it. I also find myself even more absorbed in the music since I literally have zero distraction. You also get to meet new people, which is amazing. I'm a very shy person, so I was scared to talk to people, but they either come up to you or you just have to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Uh, Any tips I would have is to not get too fucked up and to stay alert since you are alone and you never know what could happen. You have to be extra careful and be aware of your surroundings. Again, guys, reoccurring theme here. I also would not tell everyone around me that I'm here alone just in case someone with bad intentions could be listening. Like I wouldn't just tell random people around me I completely agree with that sentiment also I like to plan how I'll come back after the show I usually take an uber but if I have to take a bus or a metro I'll verify where I have to go in advance to make sure I get home safe Uh, I also went to my first festival this year but with a group of friends and the experience was definitely different not everyone wants to see the same artists sometimes people want to go to the bathroom when you don't etc it was a lot of fun but going alone is such a different experience that I want to experience festival alone one day I have a lot of shows coming up in my city within the next few weeks I can't wait to go with or without friends Um, to anyone wanting to go alone do it it is so freeing and makes you feel so confident you will not regret it it's such an awesome time never wait on any anyone to do things you want to do life is too short I love that 
Thank you so much. That is such a good way to like wrap wrap up that note. Um, I will say I told the story about Governor's Ball. There, I had like a miscommunication, and I I basically like almost attended Governor's Ball this year alone because I thought I was going with my cousin, and it didn't work out. And then I walked into the festival by myself, and I was like, okay, I'm already here, so I guess I'll just spend the whole day by myself, and then I'll go home. And it was so funny what happened internally. I had this like identity crisis where I was like, I don't know how to be alone. I don't go to events alone. Like, what am what am I gonna to do with myself you know like I had a moment there that I wasn't like prepared to attend the day alone because I didn't go into it thinking that I would be so I think it is really freeing and it makes you uncomfortable but that's a good thing because I feel like in the end you're going to learn more about yourself and you're going to surprise yourself um in this instance I did end up running into my sorority sisters which like goes to show you a positive of being a sorority you always have sisters around um but I ended up running into my sorority sisters and spent the day with them um and then I ended up going home by myself but yeah I just wanted to throw that in there thank you so much for your um submission all right you guys there's three or four more and then we'll be just wrapping this episode up I hope you enjoyed this one I like love reading your stories you guys it's my favorite thing okay this is from Marissa it said hey Emma sending love from Alberta Canada I love your channel and your podcast you've inspired me to get out of my bubble and go to more shows hell yes hell yes that's the whole point of all of this (laughs) so the solo raving episode I have a few tricks I've never wrote raved in quotation solo but I do go to shows with my friend that tends to wander for hours at a time so I learned to enjoy the show alone it was a bit nerve-wracking at first but my advice is just to lose yourself in the music and enjoy the vibes dancing solo is so much fun because if you're not loving the vibes you can move um if you can't see you can move if you want to ride the rail you can sorry for the long entry thank you Thanks for taking the time to read this. Girl, that was like two sentences. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I, I totally appreciate that. I think that's another good way of putting it, though. You can always go to an event with people, right? And then separate. That's kind of like what I did at Imagine. I think that's like a totally good way to maybe like test the waters and go about it. Um, maybe go with a group and be like, hey, fam, I kind of just want to go do a set by myself. I know sometimes like in my group at EDC Las Vegas, I like thought about it and they were like, we're not separating because this is too big of a festival and you're going to get lost and we're not going to be able to find you. So I understand that point of view, but I don't know, talk to your group beforehand and maybe maybe discuss just like separating for just a little bit. Okay, we have another voice memo here. This is from Jared Velasco, so I'm just going to play that right now. Hey Emma, this is Game Boy from San Jose, California. Just wanted to say first off, congratulations on your success both on YouTube and the podcast. I'm an avid fan of both platforms and I especially enjoy listening to the podcast on the way to work and on the way home from work. It's really enlightening and refreshing to hear yours and others views and experiences within this awesome community we have. It's really awesome. Anyways, I know you were looking for personal opinions on going to festivals and events solo and lately I've been going to events around 80 percent of them solo. Festivals not so much because I usually have a group of friends or a fam I go with regularly. But this year, especially, there was something new for me. I decided to attend EDC Mexico by myself. I did have a group of friends that wanted to go, but when the lineup was announced, they didn't really care for the lineup as much. And at that point, I had already had my flights booked, my hotel booked, and the plans laid out. So even though my friends didn't really want to attend anymore, I just said, screw it and decided to go by myself to a whole another country to 
attended another music festival, which was also one of my favorite festivals, just in a different country. And let me tell you, it was quite the adventure. <laughs> I uh, don't really know that much Spanish. My Spanish is not that good or flu even close to being fluent, but I did know enough to where I don't have to um, struggle to find food and get to places. I know that much, at least. And I was pretty already experienced in traveling, so this was a whole new experience for me, but also just a uh, another opportunity for me to visit Mexico because I had previously done it before just by myself this time but anyways I had the best time going around and uh, meeting new people and talking to them even though the language barrier was there I was able to communicate on some level with the locals there and even got to meet some people from other countries mostly the U.S. and even Canada and some people from all the way in uh, Europe, from the UK. And uh, it was quite the experience, getting a chance to be at a EDC in a whole nother country and getting to see how the people there party and go to festivals, how they act and everything. It was quite different. And But it was all a, a really amazing experience. I highly recommend that to you and anyone else that is curious about going to a festival or an EDC in another country. It's very enlightening and very refreshing and uh, definitely one for the books personally if you or anyone else decides to go ahead and do that. Um, many, many people were nice. I, I had a lot of my candy on because I'm a huge candy kid. And it was quite interesting seeing how a festival looks to, and behaves towards that sort of thing. Because uh, I know candy is really big in the U.S., but not so much in other countries. So everyone kind of had like questions and wanted to know why I had so much beads on and wanted to know the meaning behind it. And I was gladly happy to explain it to them as best I could. And it was just, it was all just a riveting experience. Best part was getting to see Darren Styles kill it on the wasteland stage it was definitely a sight to see him in another country especially and yeah i would highly recommend that sort of thing to anyone and everyone really just go in with a positive mindset and be smart about it make sure to make sure everything is safe make sure you're safe all your belongings are with you and just go in and with an open mind and have a good time and meet some new people definitely would do that again. I wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors and looking forward to more from you and the podcast. All right. Take care. That was so awesome. Thank you so much for, for sending your story in and sharing your voice memo. Um, and I'm also glad you talked about um, EDC Mexico because I haven't really talked about it on this channel. And I personally don't think I know anyone like in my immediate circle that's gone. So thank you for bringing it up. Um, I'm actually like very curious about um, EDC Mexico because I feel like, you know, EDC has changed the locations that it's been at with like a couple places like New York stopped happening, which I was obviously very upset about because East Coast is like lacking in festivals um, and they've added some in um, I think Korea was new this year oh they're doing one in Colombia I'm pretty sure this year so they've changed locations and the ones that are like consistent are Orlando you know Vegas and Mexico which is really really cool um, so I'm it was very interesting for you to share that point of view and I think you made the best of your situation and I think other people should be encouraged especially like if you're already down and like committed and you have your stuff booked it's like a very tough situation to be in to decide to either like back out or continue and you know clearly it worked out for you so thank you so much for sharing that it was awesome um okay i think i have two more emails you guys this is from andrew it says hi emma thank you for creating this podcast uh this podcast has been awesome for the edm community thank you so much i appreciate like 
Ugh, anytime you guys say anything about the podcast, I love it. So thank you. Um, I've been attending EEM shows and festivals for about a year. Many of them I have attended solo. Uh, the reason I attend alone is because most of my friends are not into the genre and it's too hard to pressure them into attending. Um, as I am a male, I'm not concerned with safety. Most of the time, everyone ignores me and I feel like a ghost in the crowd. I have not experienced any creepier, we- weird situations, but I have seen it happen to others. I've had nights where I've had not said a word to anyone. Usually as the night goes on, I start to feel miserable, depressed, and lonely because I see everyone else around me smiling, having a great time with their friends. I'm usually left dancing alone and I end up being more scared to approach people. Sorry for the bad vibes, just giving my honest experience. Don't feel sorry. Again, like we should be sharing every side of the experience and you know it's not for everyone that is 100% it and I think that your sentiment and like it can be a lonely feeling is something that's real so don't feel sorry um even though at times I feel miserable I'd rather attend solo than not attend at all because I really love the EDM genre hopefully one day I'll find rave friends Guys, I'm not sure where you're from, Andrew, but I'm sure there are plenty of people out there who would be willing to attend shows with you for sure and people who are in a very similar scenario. So keep being strong. Keep doing what you love. I think it's awesome that you're putting yourself out there. And it takes time, honestly. Like, it takes time. It takes a lot to go out of your comfort zone and approach people or be approached at a show so I say just keep doing it and keep going to shows oh and he said at the end here's my final take if you love the music attend this show solo if you have to if you attend solo you don't stay alone throughout the entire show so I mean again thank you so much for being honest and sharing um how you know how your experience has been and I don't know maybe some people will be in touch with me and I might be reaching out to you uh, with some people that want to go to shows with you so I don't know we'll see but thank you for sharing that okay last one this is from Matt says hi my name is Matt Rivera I'm from San Antonio Texas so I experienced my first EDC in 2018 and I went solo I traveled with just my parents but being at EDC a alone was honestly a little overwhelming. I found myself at times uh, battling my anxiety just with the amount of people and being in such a huge environment, but it was still the time of my life. I totally feel you on that. EDC is not for the faint of heart. It is a huge, huge festival. Um, He said, I got to see every single DJ I wanted to see while making time for myself to explore the grounds. Raving alone gave me the freedom to do everything on my own terms, which is a plus. But at the same time, I couldn't help but realize at times that moments would have been so much more amazing if I was with a best friend or a rave fam. I just saw Nervo solo in my hometown of San Antonio, and it was, again, such an amazing experience. Being that it was a more intimate venue, I got to get up and close and personal with them. They spotted me out alone and blew me kisses from the stage and even said, come here, babe, and poured a shot of Jägermeister in my mouth. That's fucking awesome. Nervo is so cool. They are like just so hype all the time and I feel like they have the best energy those chicks are fucking amazing um he said I feel that DJs can spot out single individuals at times and make their night special which in my case is what happened I totally recommend seeing one of your favorite DJs solo and just getting lost with their music love a recent viewer to your channel also thank you for the amazing vibes that you spread thank you so much for sharing your experience guys I I kind of forgot to preface this so sorry if I'm going backtracking um these last few emails at the end I wanted I I saved because they were like the other side and like another point of view because again pros and cons I want to share everybody's experiences here um so that we're putting it all 
all out on the table and it's just like a really accurate representation of like all of the different sides of raving solo so these ones at the end here were just like different different sides of um what it's like to go to shows and festivals alone Ah, okay, I just noticed, guys, that we have one more voice memo. Uh, it's really long. It's like nine minutes. So I'm gonna just cut it down and include a couple of tips. This is from Trevor. Um, he gave some really, really great tips for people who are gonna be attending events alone. So I'm just gonna share just a couple of them and cut it down a little bit. So yeah, so this is Trevor's um, tips and advice here. Hi, Emma. This is Trevor, a fellow raver from New Jersey. We actually met briefly at Izu on Sunday. I was wearing a kimono and a seven lines gauge and I have a mustache. Um, you're the only famous person I've ever met, so that's kind of cool. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now and I was excited when you put out the call for submissions about solo raving. Easy was actually my 69th live EDM music event that I've been to because I keep track of all of them and 69 is the best, most fitting number for Izu because it's a shit show. Honestly, I prefer to go with people to festivals, but I've been to multiple festivals and a ton of shows alone for whatever reason. I went to Moonrise the past few years alone. I went to Electric Zoo alone on Friday, as well as um, the two of the after parties alone. And I'm going to EDC Orlando this year alone, probably. Um, I'm trying to get a group together last minute. I just wanted to share some of my tips and experiences from doing this solo for the past two years. The best thing about going solo is that you're not encumbered by any group members. You can go to the sets you want when you want, you can rest, you can get food, you can go to the bathroom wherever you want. My friend who I go to raves with honestly must have the same size bladder as my old Asian grandma because they both go to the bathroom every hour. Um, when I'm alone, I can stay in the crowd for as long as I want or not. I can move to whatever set I want. Like raving is kind of like my church. I'm not a religious person at all, but it's something I do frequently. That gives me some sort of spiritual experience. And church is something you can do with people or alone. There's no rules. There are several, I wouldn't call them like cons or disadvantages, but they're just things that come up when you do anything alone. The first thing that comes up is all the logistics and safety. You have to be your own parent, which like I'm the only child, so I've been doing it all my life. But if you're not used to that, just think of this as a few steps into the chaos of adulthood, but in a controlled setting, because you have to be responsible for everything. Your ticket, your hotel, and your airfare will be the biggest, biggest expenses. This one you can't really get around. It's the only real con. If you're going to something alone, you have to pay for it all yourself. So just do everything you can to save money. Um, get tickets as early as possible since they increase in price the closer you get to the festival. If you can, buy them in full instead of doing a layaway plan. It's a bigger dent in your wallet at a time, but you pay less in the long run. Do research when you're looking for hotels because you want the best bang for your buck without cockroaches in the sink. I found this beautiful, well-reviewed Airbnb for $2.45 for the three nights I'm staying there, including taxes and fees, which I spent like $3.30 on one night in New York over Labor Day weekend, so that is just a steal. Uh, try, to, try to split the hotel if you can as well. Like, There's multiple places online 
where you can post looking for roommates. Just do your due diligence, research their socials, and try to meet them in person before going. Flights change in price daily, even hourly, so use the Hopper app, which tells you the best time to buy them. It'll send you a notification. Also consider flying there or back a day earlier or later because if you can get a cheap enough hotel, it'll save you money actually. Like when I traveled to New Orleans for Buku Festival, I found a hostel for $30 a night and stayed there after I checked out of my Airbnb and actually saved money since the flight out the next day was so much cheaper. Lastly, there's this strange phenomenon that happens when you go alone. So you get these feels these like pangs of loneliness. Um, you don't wanna go in like expecting to find a rave bay, but that doesn't mean you won't be a little sad or jealous when you see a couple or groups of friends hugging each other and the EDM is just giving you all the feels. And that's okay, that's, that's normal. But just tell yourself like, I'm good enough and I will find someone eventually, just not tonight and that's okay. Um, think, just think of all the people who couldn't be with you tonight. Maybe they couldn't afford it or they aren't into EDM. Maybe they're old or recently passed. Just think of how you're gonna bring this feeling and this energy back to them. How you're going to make the world a better place by passing on this energy to others. And if you, if you just can't hold it in, just text someone. Like think of the person you most wanna see right now and tell them that you're thinking about them and that you love them and how you're gonna give them a big hug the next time you see them. And yeah, uh, well, I hope all the potential solo ravers out there enjoyed my TED talk. Um, make good decisions and stay hydrated and stay hydrated. And I'm gonna keep making the great content and I will see you in Orlando. Wow, that was a fucking awesome way to end. <laughs> that was so, so good. Trevor, I'm sorry I cut it down a little bit, but that was awesome. You are professional. Uh, I think a lot of people will gain from the words that you just said and it wasn't just like tips and advice I think that was just like a great mindset to give people so thank you for that um, because I think a lot of people especially that sent emails in needed to hear those words and I completely agree with you in saying like you don't even have to attend an event solo thinking you're going to find people that night I think it is just a freeing experience to go by yourself so thank you for all that all the logistical things you said about um, trying to save money and booking hotels and travel and everything like that, right on point. I appreciate it, especially I like need those tips. So <laughs> that was great. You're hysterical. That just made me literally fucking crack up. So thank you so much for that. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. My favorite episodes to do are the ones where you guys are sending in submissions because I just like as many of you guys as I can share your stories is what I love to do. And it has been so great getting to know you through these emails and meeting you in person of course is like the cherry on top of everything so you guys are awesome I hope that this episode really either like for some of you who might have been on the fence or you're just a little unsure or maybe you're in a, a similar situation maybe you move somewhere new or you don't have a friend group right now or you don't have friends who like EDM and you're 
suffering because you can't do the things you want to do I hope this pushes you guys to go out of your comfort zone or just like gives you some encouragement and one know that you're not alone there are so many people in a similar situation and if you guys can connect through this podcast one that would be fucking awesome um but two yeah I mean that just encouraged me and made me feel better about um the possibility of attending some shows and festivals alone I kind of like really really want to do it now especially after hearing all of your stories So I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. I really, really loved recording this episode. What do I have to wrap up with? You know, just thank you guys so much. I hope you share this, you know, send a link to your friends or family or whoever. If you screenshot and share your screen, just tag me in it at Emma Capotis and tag the podcast at Rave Culture Cast. Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat, wherever you want to post it. I appreciate it, you guys. Um, You can always leave me comments and feedback on the YouTube video if you guys are watching at home. And yeah, rate and review on iTunes, you guys. I appreciate all of the feedback you can give me and all the reviews you guys have. So thank you so so much and I've got some fun content coming out um, like I said EDC Orlando coming up uh, meetups are going to be planned for that um, so just stay tuned I think what are we like six weeks out now at this point I don't know I'm just getting so so hype uh, they're really ta- like hyping this up in the news and like Pasquale has been saying some really cool things about the event so I am so excited to attend it for the first time and I have Don Diablo this week on Friday in Brooklyn if any of my you know fans out there are local I will be there on Friday I cannot wait I haven't seen Don Diablo in a while so I'm super pumped about it um but yeah I think that's all I've got for you guys hope you enjoyed thank you so much for listening and sticking around to the end and I will be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode bye guys bye guys